Craft Beer Radio, episode 186 on... Welcome to Craft Beer Radio, our special latitude show. This is uh, one show that I am really happy to do. Yeah, this will be cool. So because, explain it. Uh, so, I don't know whether you can still get this. I got it, this it, uh, a couple months ago. It's, I, it's still on the shelves. At least it was as of recently. So, people are drinking it and getting it now. Sam Adams released a Latitude 48 IPA. Latitude 48 being basically where all the hops are, are grown. It's the hop belt. Uh, so, the hops are some of the hops in England, some of the hops in Germany, and some of the hops in the United States. Uh, all all uh, five different varieties of hops, and then they released this pack, which is the uh, the Latitude Forty Eight Deconstructed, which is the same recipe, the malt recipe, but with just a single hop in each of the beers. Uh, I got this pack, and I was just amazed, blown away by it because it's, it, it's a great way to get yourself, you know, an experience of okay, what this individual hop tastes right. like. I I actually I thanked. Jim Cook for it at Saver because I I just thought this was this was such a fantastic uh, thing to do and I'm was really really happy to see it being done. Uh, if Flying Dog is doing something similar, mm-hmm. uh, but this is you know the, the one time I've seen it where you can get them all in one pack and really just you know make it for yourself. Right, right. Um, do you want to start with the regular Latitude Forty Eight? I was gonna do I was gonna say do we do it last, last? but okay. I don't know. It's up to you. We can do. Well, it's either we deconstruct it or we see how they all come together. Yeah, I think we should see how, see they, how they all come together. Okay. So, so let's do the um, the uh, traditional hops, like East King Goldings. Yes, okay. So the, the Latitude 48 itself is 14.8 degrees Play-Doh, 6% IB, 6% alcohol by volume. It's malted with two-row Harrington, Metcalf, Copeland, Pale Malts, Caramel 60, and Gambrinus Honey Malt. So the hop varieties that are used are uh, Hiller Tau, East Kent Goldings, Zeus, Simcoe, and Atanum, A-H-T-A-N-U-M. It's, it's uh, got the Samuel Adams Elise, and it is available year-round. So this is the East Kent Goldings version. So East Kent Goldings, as many of you know, some of you may not, is a traditional English-style hop, um, typically earthy, um, Mossy would be a way to describe it. So it's not, you know, piney or citrusy. It's, uh, you know, Fuggles would be another similar hop to this mm-hmm. one. Uh, first used in brewing in the 1700s in East Kent, England. Wow, that's where they get the name from. How Believe cool. it or not. And it's got that m- mossy-ish aroma. Yeah, the aroma is a little bit, you know, mossy, and then you get this... this caramel flavor from the malt coming up through it. It's kind of like punching up through the hops in the aroma, and it's pretty potent in the aroma of the, the caramel malt flavor. And and the... I, I like EKGs a lot. They're, mm-hmm. um, they're not especially assertive. Uh, like, like a lot of the... You know, like a lot of the American hops, or, or even, you know, some yeah. of the... So some just more, more and any of the more recent hops. Right. It, it's interesting because it may not be so much hoppy in the flavor. There's a lot of bitterness in this beer. Yeah. Right. So you're tasting this thing with a little bit of that EKG hops. So it's a little mossy, a little earthy, but then this like blanket settles on your tongue that's just like bitter. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I am bitter. It's not increasingly bitter, but I mean that's kind of the impression where the, the bitterness outweighed the hoppiness. But there's still a decent uh, malt backbone there to to uh, build it out. Hmm. We were going to try to you know line up twelve glasses and have all beers out at once. And we're like, oh, we don't want to clean that up. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're deciding to go with a traditional one at a time yeah. the way we normally do our shows. If it wasn't 12 dirty beer glasses I had to worry about, I would have laid them out, but that's a lot. So, how else besides Mossy would you describe these kind of golding? Uh, a little bit, um, almost kind of spear- leafy, spearminty, maybe? Yeah, maybe a little bit. There's a little bit of grassiness in there, too. Right. I'm getting some, str- uh, not straw so much, but... 
just you know field grass where it's still nice and green you know you get that kind of flavor or something reminiscent of what you think that flavor would be yeah. <laughs> so i'm not sure I've... it tastes like worms <laughs> there you go not that or it's not that earthy i'll give it I'll give you that <laughs> it's not mushroomy <laughs> did you um see my tweet i was editing some of the interviews for saver and I was interviewing the guy from Devil's Backbone, and they have this award-winning Vienna lager that's won like a lot of golds. And I'm like, yeah, it's interesting. It's kind of mushroomy. And I forgot about this at the time when I was editing it. I remembered it, and like, he gave me this look like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> I think I insulted the brewer's award-winning beer, calling it mushroomy. He didn't like that very much. Well, he should understand that everybody's tongue is different. Yeah, so this isn't mushroomy. <laughs> I could see this being a little mushroomy, like Econo. What there? What are they called? It. They're they're a long mushroom, long thin mushroom. Okay. Japanese. That they're white. Um, they start with an E. I forget what they're called. Um, but there's a little bit of that flavor. <laughs> so maybe they are mushroom. So that maybe they are mushroom. I mean, there are lots of different mushrooms. Right. Right. You know, I'm trying to dig in another way to describe what you know how the EKG is coming across, um, but uh, I'm not sure. I'm just enjoying it. It's tasty. Yeah, I think it's time to move on to the second beer. I think so. So, so another hop that you know isn't too new or too radical is Hallertau Mittelfruh. This is a Bavarian hop style. It's a German continental hop yeah so typically spicy is you know the one word description for these kind of hops you know these are like zots and um hallertau obviously and and the other noble hops i'm trying to think of uh, examples right now this is our second show of the evening so you might be able to tell especially as we get later on into these beers But again, these are older style hops. They're not as assertive. They're uh, a little bit... I mean, I'm sure they were assertive in their time. Yeah, they're not these mutants that classical brewers wouldn't even put in their beers. Because right. they were just weeds. <laughs> <laughs> now new brewers are like, hey, let's take those weeds and make beer out of them. They taste like cat pee. Awesome. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that one later. That's the Simcoe. Um, I was just talking to my neighbor, Rick, across the street, and he's working his way through this pack, and he loved the Simcoe. I'm like, really? Really? Because Greg, Greg doesn't speak so highly of it, so I'm interested to try the Simcoe. I've actually stayed away from the Deconstructed series because I wanted to be fresh for this show. I've had the, the Latitude 48, but not the Deconstructed yeah. until now. So trying to contrast the aromas, it, it definitely doesn't smell as malty as the last one. The hops are filling mm-hmm. my glass more with aroma. And I wouldn't say spicy is the first thing that comes to mind, it, 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 but it's a little bit. It, it's a big part um, hay or field grass and then a little bit of spice on top of that. There's a little bit of a lemongrass kind of aroma. Yeah, yeah. There's a little tang to it, you know, like where lemongrass would be over, you know, normal the grass, you know, Kentucky bluegrass right. growing in your black, <laughs> growing in your backyard. Interesting. The um, beer tastes more German. Uh, just just by drinking it, because yeah. those hops are in there, it has this noble, what I'm used to when I drink pilsners, and and other things like that. It just kind of it pulls you off the IPA train and puts you on the tracks for the the pilsner. And let me try to figure out like flavors for that, but that's just my like, gut feel. Like, hey, this tastes it, like it a doesn't, German. Beer. I mean, there's something about the. I mean, like we said, the interesting thing about the Latitude 48 is that the malt bill is all the same for all of them, uh, and the only thing that's different is the hop. So, and I presume they do the same hopping schedule. Yeah. They just use the same hop. And, and um, but what's interesting here is that the 
the texture of the beer is different mm-hmm. because you know just because of the hopping um it it feels a little bit uh, um looser it doesn't feel quite as uh quite as alish <laughs> i guess it it it, it uh-huh. feels um it does it reminds me of something like the the sly fox pilsner right where you know that's a not a classic german pilsner right that's an american big hop mm-hmm. pilsner but it has a, doesn't taste like an IPA. It tastes like a Pilsner, and and this is kind of like that kind of bastard child of a beer, where it's this American style with German heritage, and yeah, that's that's where I'm going. I really like it a lot. I like oh, good. Yeah, I like what the noble you know variety brings to the IPA. It, it kind of brings a a very interesting non citrusy fruitiness. A, now, do we a sort like- of a, an almost like appleish kind of fruitiness? Now, here's a question for you because you know beer styles evolve and and other styles don't evolve because they either work well or they don't work well. And this style hasn't evolved naturally, other than a very few places, right? You know, the Germans don't use they don't import English malt to make pilsners. You know, they use the, the German malts and I'm wondering, this is kind of more of a uh, existential question, I guess, but <laughs> do we like it because it's different and we haven't tasted it before, or we do like it because it, it actually is really good? You know, I'm trying to wonder if, if it's really oh. good because it's new, or if it's really good because it's, Are you it asking, has staying is, power. Is the question existential, or is the question rhetorical? Oh, I, <laughs> I mean, do you want an answer, is what I'm asking, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just... You know, bantering a little bit here because I'm wondering if I like it because I'm this craft beer radio beer geek, and hey, it's brand new. I've never tasted mm-hmm. that combination before, so I'm giving it an extra bonus point. Or do I like it because hey, I would drink this all the time, even after it gets old. You know, to my palate. That's the question. Because think about you know classically how styles have evolved. Something might taste interesting once or twice, but. If it doesn't taste interesting the 50th time, a brewer's not going to keep making it. All right, it's not rhetorical because I'm going to answer. I think that the newness helps, especially in the position we're in, 180 shows. We're always looking for something new. We're all, I mean, we've, we've tasted a lot. Mm-hmm. And so something new is, is going to be um, interesting and impressive to us. So, yeah, I think that it's the newness... It kind of brings out the hey, this is this is something interesting. Right. I don't know whether that that will be able to track itself for, you know, for your go-to beer. This though would not be a bad go-to beer. I like this a lot. I like the 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 way the noble hop mm-hmm. works in the IPA world. Right. No, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I've had Sly Fox pills over the last. What, five years, you know, almost every summer. And I still like it. It hasn't gotten old for me. But, it, you know, it's just not something that naturally evolved. You know, it's something it took the crazy experimental American craft brewers to do. And it's it's just, I don't know, it's kind of a just a psychological, or, you know, evolutionary thing, psychological thing, whatever it is, just kind of that kind of question. So think about it yourselves and come to your own conclusion, I guess. But we like it tonight. Indeed. And really, that's all that matters is right now, right? The only latter day that matters is tomorrow. <laughs> Greg's comment of the uh, the musical, The Book of Mormon. Okay, so now we get on to hops that aren't so common in beers. At least over the last several hundred years. Yes. They're certainly common in beers today, but they are not older beers. They're so, more American. So I'll hops. let you pick the next one we do. Um, well, let's go to... Let's go to Zeus. That's the middle one. Yeah, I'm curious to try what a Zeus-only hopped beer is because, you know, Zeus seems to be primarily used as bittering. And, you know, I, you want to see if it's how it comes off in, mm-hmm. in aroma and flavor. So we are pouring. 
This is uh, the uh, Latitude 48 Deconstructed series, in case you've forgotten. Or well, that's a different aroma. <laughs> wow, that's, uh, that, that's a little harsh. You know, and that's, you know, that's why I think you deservingly needed to give Jim Cook kudos, because... Jim runs a big beer company. It's mm-hmm. kind of a risk to put out a beer at, at Sam Adams that smells like this. Yeah, I mean this is kind of funky. It's kind of it's it's a it's a very strong dripping pine, uh, dripping with, pine with a it's so sulfury. It's a little yeah. sword drainy. I mean it is a little. It's just a touch of rotten egg in there. I mean it is sulfury, <laughs> isn't it? It definitely has that character to it. it it's um, it, it's a hop that's not meant to necessarily be used alone. No, it, no, absolutely not. And I'm with you. I mean, I just said it, but I have to say it again. I mean, I'm kind of shocked that Sam Adams put this beer out, even in a deconstructed pack, because it smells gross. <laughs> <laughs> It certainly. It. I mean, I'm not sure if it smells gross to me. No, it, it, it doesn't. It, it doesn't smell like. It smells aggressive. Aggressive. Yeah, as hell. aggressive is a good word for it. But yeah, you, you get a, a, a. You know, we've had beers that you know we drink, and it, and it feels like a cartoon where we're like kind of lifted off of our chairs by by how awesome this smells. This is not one of those beers. This is the anti-hero yeah, superhero. This is a beer, this is a beer that kind of you know pulls you down to your chair. This is what, you can feel the gravity when you're smelling this one. It's like the evil Hulk or or one of the, I don't know my comic book's bad enough, but it's one of those anti-hero guys. Mm-hmm. Bitter, 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 and it has this. How do you even describe that flavor? I mean, I guess piney, resiny is part of it, but it's kind of. It it you know it okay so it it it's it's got pine notes. Um, think of the best thing I can come up with is. A little bit of bleach. <laughs> no, if 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 you if you cook an egg, and some of the egg gets a little bit too charred, kind of the charred edges of the egg, kind of uh, tastes a little bit like that. Maybe, uh, maybe that's part of the malt. But I mean, there's just this spoiled, rotten, oh, sulfury mess. That's the hop. It's 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 a it's a strong. Strong hop, and it is making its presence very well known. <laughs> it's crashing the party for sure. It certainly would. It. it, it I mean, it, it tastes like kind of what the stone beers originally tasted like to me. Okay. The, the these these big overt hop bombs, and they just lay on your tongue. And they just present themselves, and it's like, here, here's my butt. I'm gonna stick it on your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've you know I've grown in my appreciation of of of, of the hoppier stuff. And so, so you're saying Zeus is the asshole of the of the hops. <laughs> he's fine in moderation, but when there's too much. He's too much. <laughs> yes, I, I I think that's a good way to put it. I mean, this is um, I mean it it it's a it it's a hop that must be used in moderation and must be used with other hops you do not hop with this alone and this is the reason why yeah it, it's uh this is not a beer you'd be like yeah give me more not many of you let me put that way <laughs> Some of you might you're be. a masochist I hate it give me another I want the pain And yet we're drinking it. The the you know we're not pouring out the the maltiness and uh, and I'm getting a little bit of moldy cheese now, right? You know even and moldy cheese is good, right? Roquefort is a moldy cheese. It's a well, great I, cheese. Um, I, I'm thinking like brie when it gets really tangy and tart, <laughs> and you really shouldn't be eating it anymore. 
That kind of morning oh, cheese. Speaking of Brie, wasn't that uh, Brie at 71? Oh, that was good. Oh, my God. That was so good. <laughs> it's like burn your tongue, like acidic Brie. Yeah. Know? You know, it, 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 it's it's like a really strong, like, or like Camembert would be really the, you know, not just Brie, but, mm-hmm. you know, Camembert, really strong. Yeah. Actually, you know, thinking about it, you know, we're trying to figure out ways to describe this flavor. I don't think... You know the the lactic lacticness of, of you know older cheeses or a Limburg or something would be all that far off. I think that's kind of taking us where this hop's going. I'm, I'm thinking uh, overcooked asparagus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Where you know, all the um. Well, what's another really bitter like lettuce Brussels sprouts cream? that have not been cooked right? Brussels sprouts that have been overcooked again, and when they, when you overcook the you know the the these greens that have a lot of sulfur in them. Oh, I had some. Uh, what was the greens? I, I made a salad with. Um, oh, I tried to talk about this before, and I can remember the name of it. It was. Um, I made this mandarin orange salad with. It, it was these lettuce greens, but they they were like. It was like step up from parsley. It was. It, and the stuff was really bitter. I didn't like it at all. I was like, mm-hmm. "What the hell did I do?" And uh, yeah, it's kind of like it just one of those really, really bitter salad greens. All right, that was the Zeus. Couldn't be gone soon enough. Let's uh, let's go on to the Simcoe. Now this is the you've had all these right? Yes. And this was your least favorite, Simcoe? Yes, actually, it was. Interesting. Although Zeus was not on my <laughs> list of favorites either. Uh, my favorite of all of these, uh, you know, I'll say this because I've I've had this before. My favorite was the East Kent Goldings one. Um, although I may be changing my mind to the Hiller Tau because that was really good. Um, you know, both of the uh, of of the continental hops were really delicious with this. I thought. Okay, we were on to Simcoe. Simcoe is a newer hop, and uh, pretty, pretty big in flavor. How would you say it comes across? Like? Bracing is my term for it. Uh, not so much as Zeus, but I mean, you don't get the thing is like you said, we you don't get Zeus alone. You mm-hmm. do get Simcoe alone. Yeah, and. That flying I've, dog we did a couple weeks yeah. ago was the Simcoe hop beer. And also, I think, um, who is it does double Simcoe? Weyerbacher. Uh, Weyerbacher does double, double Simcoe. So I was going to go and say what Simcoe typically tastes like, right? But it's been a few times I've had it in a single hop beer, so I think I should taste first before I pontificate about my flawed, faulty memory. Well, give it a smell. I mean... There's definitely a, a kind of a Limburger cheese kind of aroma, a um, just a just an awful aroma that I don't like very much really? at all. I see. I don't think this one smells nearly as bad as the Zeus one. I think this one has a little bit of peach aroma to it. I can detect some peach in there. No, I can see that, but I'm not getting that funky lactic Limburger like I was with the Zeus at all. Not with this one. Let me get to the flavor, and I, I'm not, I don't want to discount it yet, but I mean, maybe it's one of those interesting things where you're more sensitive to something. It's know? possible. I mean, it, it just, it's a you know very strong, you know, Roquefort is another good example of you know, extremely strong cheese, uh, extremely strong aroma. I think compared to the Zeus, this one's pretty pleasant. I just took the aroma. It, it doesn't really stand out anything in particular. There's a little bit of resinous there. There's a little bit of that... that Funk, but I mean, compared to the Zeus, it is, it's like, it's a two compared to the ten of the Zeus for me. Yeah, I mean, the Zeus may be worse overall, uh, but I really, I, I do dislike the Simcoe a lot because, like I said, Zeus is not used as a single hop. Okay. Zeus is, is, is used in conjunction with other hops. Simcoe is used as a single hop in a lot of beers, and to me, the Simcoe flavor does not work well alone. It needs to have some other balancing aspects to it. Because a, a lot of what I'm tasting... Let me give another sip here. Uh, 
yeah, it's this earthy, somewhat tartish or sour. Uh, it, it's got it, it's got big sulfury notes to it. It's um, you were talking you talked about mushrooms before. It's got a strong kind of uh, oyster mushroom kind of flavor. It's it's got uh, it's very it, it's dirty tasting to me. Yeah, I'm not nearly as 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 down on this one as you are. I'm getting I'm getting a little bit of of orange, a little bit of stone fruit like a peach. I'm getting a little bit of that lactitis, you know, of that of that, you know, tangy tart cheese. Uh and really it's kind of this one almost tastes like a blend of some of the other flavors we've tasted to me. I'm getting a little bit of um uh, uh, take another sip. <laughs> it's getting late. I mean, the the malt comes through this one a lot better than the last couple. I mean, I'm not loving it. I don't like it as much as the first two, the East Kent Goldings and the Hellatown Middlefra. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm really not dumping it on too bad. It's it's not nearly as bad as the Zeus. I've had better, you know, beers with Simcoe added. But yeah, I think I think you have a good point. I don't. I think that. Um, Single hop Simcoe, and I'd have to check with Weyerbacher to see if there's is single hop. I mean, the name infers such. Right. I'm not positive that that is the case, but if so, that's that, that's rather well done compared to you know other single hop Simcoe beers. It tastes like cheeses that I don't like, and and there are some, there are very few cheeses that I don't like. Just like there are very few beers. It's, that I don't it's like. interesting how these. How we've started linking tonight, we've started linking these aggressive, bittering hop type hops to cheeses, to, to tangy tart cheeses. Just, it's not interesting to me at all because I've always made that comparison. The beer and cheese comparison is a big one in my mind. Right. In, in, in the sense that when I try to explain how, why the birth of beer is, I always explain, you know, well, if you just had American cheese your entire life, sure. you, you know. No, I understand that, but it, it's more of the chemicals, right? Because a lot of those cheeses are are tang- like when we talk about Limburger, that's tangy because of lactobacillus. Mm-hmm. But these hops, they're not. You know, this isn't a lacto lactic beer. You know, this it's not a lambic. So yeah, it's it's interesting that we're drawing that comparison, even though it's a different different chemical. You know, that's what I find intriguing. I mean, I. I could see if we were talking about a lambic and Limburger, and the same bacteria did the flavoring, you know, but it's not the case here. It Simcoe also tastes really rindy to me. Um, There's a little bit of that. I mean, not the gross, your cheese is too old. No, I mean, rind, I'm, uh, but like I'm talking about like a fresh, like a fresh brie rind. It has a little bit of that flavor to rind it. Rind and also kind of pithy, kind of like grapefruit pith. Oh, yeah, a little bit, I guess. I think we've talked about that before. I think Simcoe yeah. does carry some pith with it. Okay, so now, let's see. Atanum? Atanum? Is that, is that how you would say it? It's A-H-T-A-N-U-M. Atanum, I think is how I'm going to pronounce it. From So I believe this is a newer hop. I don't know much about it. I don't know. I've, I've seen it around um, once or twice before the Sam Adams pack, but... I can tell you I've never had a single hopped Antanum beer until just now. You know what would have been interesting to uh, if we could have done the side by side, if there was any difference in the color. Yeah, that yeah. would have been that would have been fascinating, wouldn't it? I wouldn't have expected much, but there may have been some slight hue differences. I don't know. It just would have been fascinating to yeah. have, have evaluate that. I haven't emptied any of these bottles. We could definitely do the color check. Uh, if we decide it's worth dirtying glasses, but so this is a newer variety from the Yakima Valley area of Washington. It's pretty much where all new hops come from. Mm-hmm. This one smells a little more West Coast and and normal. This smells kind of orangey, kind of uh, a little bit brighter, not as sulfury. Has you know the beer itself has a bit of an English aroma to it too. It doesn't 
you know, it's not crazy West Coast. There's yeah, I actually really enjoy the 48 stuff. IPA because it's, you know, it's more of an English style IPA. Mm-hmm. No, I'm digging this aroma. It's it's a lot more suited. And, you know, I think what we're getting to is the first two beers, this beer, are probably more of the flavor aroma hops. Mm-hmm. The Zeus and the uh, Simcoe, probably more of the bittering hops. Right. And, yeah, when you take your bittering hops, when you take Cluster, Cluster is an old school bittering hop that I've never had a single hop beer, but apparently it is a gross hop. Uh-huh. You know? And if you made a single hop beer with Cluster, you know, you're, you're just asking for pain, you know, type thing. That's kind of what we saw with the Zeus, I think. I mean, this tastes pretty, you know, there's a lot of nuance there. This doesn't taste yeah. like a single hop slam you in the face type beer like some of the other No, I, I'm, I'm actually enjoying I mean, the... Even the Hallertau, you know, tasted like a single hopped beer. Yeah. This one just has more nuance than the other beers. There's a lot of really interesting flavors coming out of this one. This one, it, it, there's almost a candy-ish kind of flavor. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, there, there's an orange-ish, orangey... Orangeous, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, think, think. You know, yeah, candy and orange and you know other light, you know, citrus. It's not really as tangy as a grapefruit. It's, it's really in the orange. Again, like we said earlier, or was that in the last show? I think it was in the last show. We were talking about like if you could take a strawberry and take the acidity right. part of the flavor, but not the strawberry part of the flavor. You're getting somewhere in that range, something like that. Yeah, there, there, there is. This is a hop that that tastes like it's a multi hop beer, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there, there's really a lot of interesting stuff going on here. I like the, this hop a lot. Um, it it doesn't present an, an extremely bitter um, front to it, mm-hmm. but it does present a lot of interesting kind of flavors and and, and different uh, different inflections on that flavor. It uh, this is one of those nuanced things, but. When it's sitting on your tongue, it kind of, I don't know if it's this hop or if it's just because we're drinking all these single hop beers, but it kind of has this like burn into your tongue type thing. Like you take a sip and you taste it and I'm not saying it like feels like your tongue's on fire, but you get this just outside of a tingle of something happening on your tongue. You getting that at all? Like... I'm trying to detect it. I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's almost like, you know, not really, just not for less me. than a tingle. No, it's not coming. That's not coming out for me. What's more coming out for me is is, is a, a kind of candy sweetness to it. Uh, you know, a candied orange. Uh, you know, one of those sugar covered orange candies maybe is is, is a close uh, mm-hmm. analogy to, to to what this tastes like, with a little bit of, with still a little bit of pith here. Um, you know, there's a little bit of, of resin still going along here. It's not just pure, oh, hey, orange candy. But it's got a really good and interesting and complex uh, flavor to it. I like this. I, I like this beer a lot. Uh, someone else needs to make some uh, anthonym hop beers because... Uh, and tell us how to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to get some information on this hop. You know, it's it's a new hop out of the Yakima Valley. Is it one of those trademarked hops where there's other hops of different names that are very similar hop or whatnot? Like Tomahawk and Zeus mm-hmm. are pretty much the same hop, but Tomahawk is from one producer and Zeus is from another producer. Tomahawk kind of represents it better in my mind. Just be, I mean, even though Zeus is, is, you know, it definitely is powerful imagery. For some reason, the Tomahawk as a weapon, is more powerful to me than the god of all gods. <laughs> so here's an interesting thing for you. Think, I mean, I don't know when was the last time you've had Trog's Nugget Nectar, but that is a, a long... that is a beer that has a lot of. Excuse me. Sorry about that. That is a beer that has a lot of that hop in it. I think they use Tomahawk in theirs, um, but that's like one of the primary hops. It's so different from single hop Zeus uh, latitude that 
makes you wonder. It makes me wonder. It makes you wonder. But I mean, another thing that you still have to consider is that all these are the same malt recipe. And you could perhaps make a Zeus you could make if a, you yeah, good point. adjusted the malt good recipe point. You it. could make a better Zeus single hop if you made a malt bill, blah, 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 malt bill to complement a Zeus hop. Mm-hmm. That, that definitely makes sense. And you could probably say the same for every one of the hops, right? If Sam Adams took the time to make the best Halatau, well, I guess that really kind of defeats the purpose of the thing, right? Right. That's, not, would, that's they, not what their point they, was they in would doing make, this. They would make a Pilsner in that case, yeah. right? And they would make a, an English Pale Ale for the, the East Kent Goldings and so on. That kind of defeats the point. Um, but yeah, this, this uh, Atanum hop... A tandem hop really works Still, well in this small bill. Gotta say, I mean, we've had all the five that are the various hops. What a great way to show what the hops are. I mean, the the, the malt hasn't changed, so mm-hmm. uh, and like we said, it's it's a little bit weird because it's not necessarily going to be. You wouldn't tailor a Zeus hop the same way you would tailor a Hiller Tau. Right, you right. simply wouldn't tailor a beer that way. It just, uh, you know, really it 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 just um, adds to my um, what's what I'm looking for. I, I'm just impressed that Sam Adams took the time. Well, to me, it's appreciation. I the, don't know. Yeah, appreciation and Sam Adams to do this because um, yeah, the Zeus beer. How many brewers would put out that beer on purpose? You know, not very many. Well, you know, they're not going to put out a whole pack of jo- of you know, not going. They're not going to put out a case of of Zeus. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're only doing you know, doing this is basically in six packs, and we're, only because of the vagaries of law in in Pennsylvania do we get four of them. Yeah. All right, so here we go. We get the Latitude Forty Eight Original, which has a little bit of every one of these hops in right. it. Right. So we get to taste how all these flavors come together to make the beer that the brewers at Samuel Adams actually wanted to make. So here's how it's done. It's dry hopped with Atnum, Simcoe, and Hillertau hops. Uh, and that's all they say here. <laughs> so that means they use the Zeus in the uh, Fuggle? Or... East Kent Goldings as bittering. Uh, well, they use the Zeus as bittering, and they use EKG as flavoring, probably. Yeah. And dry hopping is when you uh, you kind of throw the hops on the beer. Yeah, I mean that's good that they didn't dry hop with Zeus because we know what that tastes like now. Yeah. And I never want to taste that again. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I want to taste less than that is the uh, flavor. Active. I mean, all the other ones they they say on the on the bottle they were using bittering late kettle on dry hopping. So mm-hmm. this is, you know, this is the, a different thing where they're just, you know, they're, they're using the hops in the intent what the, the, they were trying to do. Right. They, they use the hops where they play best. You know, they didn't yeah. use the quarterback to, to kick the ball. You right. Know? So, or they didn't use the pitcher to play Well, I mean, Cordell can kick the ball, right? Oh. <laughs> You're dating yourself, man. <laughs> Half pitcher doesn't even remember Cordell Stewart. <laughs> So, you know, the aroma, I, I was actually, a little, you know, smelling this guy a little shocked because I was smelling a little bit of, a lot of Simcoe, actually. It's got, it has, it has a, a strong of, aroma, doesn't it? A lot it? of Simcoe it has, in the aroma. It has, a, it has a big resiny aroma. And I would not be surprised if that was some of the intention. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sam Adams gets a lot of, you know, unjust, in my opinion, criticism for not being big enough. Not being American enough. Right. Or West Coast enough. Sure. And this may have been some of their. I mean, they don't. You know, this is the first time they really produce an IPA, uh, and we talked to to, to Jim before about mm-hmm. it. And he didn't want to produce an IPA for a while, and he finally does, and he presents one that is not a huge IPA. It's only six percent, but it it does get right. at least. A, I mean, out of the three beers that we know, the dry hop this beer, which dry hopping adds most of the aroma. So that's the Halitum Middlefra, the the Atanum, and the Simcoe. The aroma is screaming Simcoe to me mm-hmm. out of the beers we just tasted. You know, I'm glad we did this one last. Yeah, we're reconstructing it instead of deconstructing it. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, Simcoe is most of the aroma on this one. Where, you know, I think the Atanum and the Halotel gave more interesting aroma notes. So if I was the brewer, if I was that bald guy on the with the big beard on the St. Adams commercials, <laughs> with the Boston, the Southie Boston accent, you know, I would... <laughs> but I'm not. I'm just a computer geek who pretends I'm a beer person. Uh, I would have gone, gone with the Atanum with a, a big push of Halotel Middle Fro, and I would have toned it back to Simcoe a little bit. Now, just aroma. So Greg's going on the flavor. I'll take a sip here. They've definitely pared down the Zeus. <laughs> the Zeus is clearly just using bittering and maybe just a tiny bit of flavor. And, you know, the, the, there's a bit of it there, but... I mean, they, they do a, a really very interesting combination here. Um, and, and you can definitely taste it when you reconstruct it all. You can sort of figure out where the different parts are coming from. There's not a lot of Zeus. There's a good bit of Simcoe in here. But there is also, I would say, a lot of Hellertau. I, I'm missing the signature Hellertau flavor. I mean, maybe it's just like a supporting role. You know, it's 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 the harmony, but it's definitely not playing any melody for me at all in this thing. The Antonym is definitely there. The Antonym can, is yeah. playing a melody. Mm -hmm. The Simcoe is playing a little bit, but the Antonym is playing a big part of the flavor. The EKG East Kent Goldings is playing a slight bit. There's a good mossy, yeah, kind of mushroomy thing there. Um... But yeah, I mean, the biggest hop in the flavor is the Atanum, I think. Yeah, I agree. And probably the right choice. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was a really good single hop beer. Yeah. Well, I am uh, I am about at my limit for beer drinking this evening. Yeah, I don't know... I, I don't know how we judge this. This is... A weird one because I don't know. I mean, I think that we get a pass if we don't want to judge it. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna say the Antanum was the best single hop, and I think uh, it's between the Antanum and the Hiller Tau. I, I really did enjoy the Hiller Tau single hop one a lot. I because I, I really liked the way that the you know you have a noble hop mm -hmm. yeah. IPA. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, we might as well at least do the t our favorites, right? Right. I mean, I like the Antanum first. Second and third are tough. Uh, I'll give EKG, East Kent Goldings 2, and Hello Tau 3. And then from there, well, I, I'm not actually, you know, I'm not judging the combined. Right, the yeah. Two. I'm just kind of judging the single hops. I mean, Simcoe was better than Zeus, I agree. So, you know, it, it, from, from, mm -hmm. from last to first, it's Zeus, Simcoe, and then three. And it probably, um, for me, it would be. Uh, uh, EKG is three, um, Hello Tau four, Hello Tau two, two, right, and Atom one. Yeah, that's pretty much in mind. Maybe flop the Hello and the EKG, but it was uh, it was really cool. I, I applaud Sam Adams, Absolutely. Boston Beer Company, for doing this. I I you know I'd love to see more things like this. Either Sam Adams doing something like this. Or, you know, other brewers. I mean, the thing I love about Sam Adams doing this is that, you know, they get the distribution and they can really do well, this. And a lot of people can try this out. A lot out. of people can try it. But also, if they can do it, then smaller breweries can do it also. Yeah. You know, there's there's not really that excuse that they can't do it. I, I'm trying to think of another place I'd like to see do something like this. But I mean, Flying Dog, like we said, is doing something along those lines. They're doing lines. a single hop Imperial series, right? right? So they did the Imperial Simcoe. They'll probably do something else next. They're doing an Imperial... Um, Centennial, I believe. Okay, uh, and you know they'll they'll do probably more along those lines. Mm -hmm. But so, the, you know those are going to be hard to do a vertical like or a horizontal like this side yeah. by side. It'd be uh, what I love about like like we said like I love about this is the same malt build. You can the, the hops are very apparent. Yeah, you know what the hops are, uh, and this is a great way to sort of rediscover the hops and, and just, you know, you know to get, it's, it's a great flight. I, I really do think it's a great flight. It's, um, you know, six beers at 6%. Share it with a friend at least. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you think about the Zeus and the Simca, right? I mean, they, were, they weren't, the Zeus was not a good beer. 
Um, I'm happy to have tasted yeah. it analytically mm-hmm. as the person I am. Um, but you know, I'm trying to figure out. You know, should they have put out the Zeus like they did? Would it be better if they would have tried to make a good Zeus beer? I'm trying to figure out like what's best. You know, no, I, I showcase think, you know, the Zeus in its best light, or showcase Zeus how it happens happenstance. You know, and it's I th- you know I think that the point of the experiment and you know the point of of it was not to tailor the beer to the hop, but to show the hop. Well, right, but. It reminds me, but it's of, kind of, it's kind of unfair. You know, right? it reminds because me of, of of the the very first uh, Budweiser thing that we went to when when um, uh, Florian did he showed us various uh, brews with different hoppings, mm-hmm. and one that even had no hops in it, and 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 how different they were. Uh, you know, it's similar to that, but this is actually a production and and right. and sent out to you know, so no, people can really I, try. I it hear out. you, but I mean. I'm just thinking, you know, like no, I, I think Zeus you... is a is a worthy hop in its in its strains, right? But you're showcasing it where it's not strong and, and dry hopping it. It's like, oh my god, what the hell are you thinking? You know, but like it, a, you know, but look, I mean, so if you look, you have like if they I, I didn't like Simcoe or Zeus really, and you have said there are people who you know, like you said, love the yeah, Simcoe yeah. version. There are probably people who like the Zeus they're, version. They're, they're, they're very well could be. I'm just wondering, like, okay, so same beer, Zeus, but maybe without the dry hopping. You know, maybe it would be, you know, I'm just, again, you can't cover every every aspect of, of this experiment, right? But I'm curious, you know, thought experiment, you know, let's do an Einstein, what is that, a Gersting, what's he called, thought experiment? Mm, uh, whatever. Thought experiment. Oh, yeah, in German, off Deutsch. <laughs> um... <laughs> Do that Zeus beer, but don't dry hop it. I'd like to see where that comes through, you know? But that's just me. But that was not the point of this. And and I think you're 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 well, missing you're missing well, the point. It, it kind of could be the point. I mean it's not the point of this, but it could be the point, right? Because if you want to do a single hop series, you would no, when I talked to Jim and and he agreed with me, this was about showing the hops. Well, right, but if you're showing the hops but you're forcing every hop into a square peg when some hops are round pegs. Right, but you know you 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 have you know part you, of this thing is that you have the five beers that are the deconstructed hops, and you have the 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 reconstructed version. I, I understand that this works, but if you're showcasing a single hop beer, maybe you pick a more neutral style instead of the same malt bill for the the malt bill that makes the latitude forty eight. Right. Maybe you pick a more neutral malt bill to showcase these hops. Maybe something with less dry hopping. You know, you do a little bit of bittering hops, a little bit of flavoring hops, a little bit of dry hopping, right? And then you and then it and, and you also have a very mild malt bill. So you showcase the hop, the hop, the hop, the hop. Where this one is a specific malt bill that makes latitude 48 good. Some of these beer that's not a level playing field for all these hops. Is what I'm saying. All right, I I I agree with that sentiment, but I don't know whether you could sell. Oh, you know, we're just gonna. This is a very ordinary ale that we're just throwing out. I, I'm not talking about sellability. Yeah. I'm not holding this against Sam Adams at all. I'm just arguing you and me and and our listeners. That if you were home brewing, I agree. That's that. That's probably the best thing you could do. Or or like. Uh, um, I remember when uh, another Budweiser thing is when they they, they they did the various different tastings from from a couple different batches that mm-hmm. we tasted. Um, oh, and those were, those were Budweiser, I believe, yeah. right? <laughs> from different plants, right? Um, so not not quite the same, but but there were differences. You mm-hmm. could taste them, and and we and it was weird because we were like in our first second year, we we were not nearly as trained as we are now, not really as as as. Um, at our palates weren't trained right yet, mm-hmm. so we right. couldn't detect as well as uh, as other people could have. It's no. interesting because we would have done so much better on that door than now. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, all I'm saying is using the base of the Latitude 48 to do a single hop series might... It's fine for this. It's fine for marketing. This is fine for selling. This is fine for drinking this. But if you really want to showcase Zeus versus Halotel Middlefra... 
using the Latitude 48 base mod bill is not where I'd start. It's not where... It's not as kind to Zeus as it is to the Hiller Tower, that's for sure. Right, right. Um, but it does present you... It, it does give you what the goal was, I think, which was, no, here are I, the hops. I think it's a fantastic flight. I, I love it. I, I want them to do more of it. I want every brewer to do more of it. Right. I'm just, you know, I, in only protecting the reputation of my friend Zeus, <laughs> who's not really a friend of mine right now. That's all I was. Zeus works. Say. Zeus works in in the in the uh, reconstructed he, he's, beer. He's a workhorse. He he just he, yeah. he does the the bitterness. You know that's what he does. Mm-hmm. You know he he's probably like screaming at the brewer like don't put me in the dry hops. What the hell are you thinking? But you know all right. Let's wrap this puppy up. All right. Um, <laughs> fifty minutes. Yeah, We've been rambling for a bit. <laughs> It, it, it's surprising because I thought this was going to be a quick show, and here it is. It's a big show, uh, but I, I, I can't say enough how awesome this was. And uh, you know, just if you can find it, give it a shot because it's great. Yeah, here in Pennsylvania, by a case, you get two twelve packs. Each twelve pack has two six packs of the six different beers. So go with four buddies or, or two buddies, and you get more, mm-hmm. and uh, or one buddy, whatever, and. Uh, <laughs> Or you yourself. Know, math. Um, math is stupid. Uh, yeah. Talk to you guys later. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Craft Beer Radio. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at beer at craftbeerradio.com. Craft Beer Radio is released under the Creative Commons license. Visit craftbeerradio.com for more information. The opening and closing music is Last Hurrah from the band The Lights Out. You can listen to more of their music at their website, thelightsout.com. Some people get a longer fuse. Some people's shoulders are big enough.